The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! This, this is the Players' Lounge. Broadcasting live from Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star. Now, your hosts, Barry Church, Danny McRae, Heckma Harrison, and Newey Scruggs. Players Lounge Thursday. Let's ride. Yes, indeedy. Danny McCray, Heck Harrison, Barry Church, I am Newey Scruggs. Cowboys, Eagles is going down. They are, it's open locker room right now. C.D. Lamb is talking. I passed Dak Prescott coming down here to the podcast studio. Okay. He will talk today. Brian Schottenheimer says he has uh, spoken to Mike McCarthy, spoke to him yesterday, also spoke to him today. So uh, he says it's, it's all full go. All right, expects Mike to be on the sideline, call and play. So, says everything's ready to go. Dak Prescott said yesterday they had already basically put the game plan in. So, they're ready to rock. They're ready to roll. So, that's the best news all day. I mean, because, you know, this offense is rolling. But a lot of it has to do when, you know, big Mike's on the sidelines, you know, dealing them out out there. So, with him back on the sidelines, hopefully on Sunday, that's got to be huge news. Dog, you super clean, dog. I appreciate that. Who you about to go go testify against? I had to do something a little earlier. You know, I had to do something a little earlier. You know, Toledo Brown. Got that Toledo blue on this. Midnight. He be repping without repping, don't he? He repping. Yeah. Or, you know, outside the universe, but when it comes to pocket repping, he ain't. <laughs> I nah, it, it's all good. You know? Recognize. Uh, I appreciate I, that, though. You know, yeah, yeah, shout out to Big Mike. You look good. You look good. You look good. Thank so, you too. Thank you so McCarthy is healing from the uh, surgery just fine. And, and uh, Heckma, they expect him to be okay. A little discomfort. You, you spoke about having the surgery, but. He's ready to go. Man, I would expect for Mike to be ready to go. I mean, everybody know what time it is. Why would you miss this? If anything, I, the only thing I'm worried about is, is Mike going to be upstairs or he's going to mm. be downstairs? That's the He'll, only thing that's, that I'm worried about. What, ang- what vantage point is he going to be watching the game from? He, he will be on the sidelines. Uh, he'll be at work tomorrow. He's going to be here at the start tomorrow. He's doing Zoom meetings, talking to people. So he, he will be on the sidelines tomorrow. It's just... You know, as, as you went through, the discomfort. That's all it's really going to be. Is, is it risky? Like, because, like, when you did yours, like, because when somebody runs off the sideline, that's, like, we, we see that all the time. I think that's the issue because it is stitches. Well, I, I don't know how what he did. Mine mm-hmm. was I did have stitches, so they did tell me to lay down for a few days, make sure I didn't do any strenuous activity, stuff like that. This is the NFL, and they got a lot of different stuff than the doctor that I went to because I wasn't with the Cowboys yeah, at the time. No so doubt. I don't know what type of special treatment Big Mike got. I see Aaron Rodgers out here doing what he doing. Yeah, so that's true. That's so true. Mike <laughs> doing crunches already. So, Mike ready. He so who, security in front of him on the sideline. They, 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 they got K- the connection. K- yeah, cable gonna be right all over here <laughs> taking all the hits. <laughs> right. K- cable gonna be right next to Mike. So we had Dom last week, and now we got Cable in there, man. Dom versus Cable. Yeah, at halftime, I'm, I'm there for it. But I got my money on cable. If you push anybody, push Jalen Hurts. All right, thank you. See, that's how they go. One for one. No, no, heck wants him in the game. Oh, yeah, well, okay, yeah, okay, yeah, that's true. That's true. He in the game that's the whole true. time. So that, that's the biggest, the biggest news today is that the head coach is is progressing just fine, and expect him to be there when they take on the Philadelphia Eagles Sunday night. 
And mm. this is a game they have to get. See, Lamb spoke about the guys on the team while you know Mike has been away just to keep on doing what you're doing. I did ask Brian Schottenheimer, who filled in for Mike McCarthy today, about the penalty situation. Mm. And he acknowledged, says, you know, post-snap, things happen. But it's the pre-snap where they've got to improve on. And Ed Werder of ESPN asked a question. I was going to ask him, but he hit it first and did an eloquent job at asking. It was about Terrence Steele. Terrence Steele got worked over him last He did. He mm-hmm. did. And, and Schottenheimer said, I'm not going to give away, you know, some things that we did, but we looked at it, and, and we feel we feel we have some confidence in Steele. And he says, obviously, there are going to be times when linemen are going to be in one-on-one situations, but they feel like they have a plan to, to try and uh, – Negate the flood. <laughs> listen, man, it's, listen, it, it, and this and this is what this happens all the time with players. Okay, you go out there and then you get the uh, the proof, the time and consistency, right? That's what Terrence Steele gave us, mm-hmm. right? And that's why he ended up getting paid. And then you go out there and you have a rough couple goals in, and then we forget that he's coming off an ACL injury. He's trying sure. to get back on, and then all of a sudden, the guy across from them may have just had a really good game. Right or, really or, nice. or 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 you were slipping, all right. Yeah. But it's the time proven consistency would tell us that nine times out of ten, Terrence Steele is going to go out there and he's going to be a serviceable tackle, the tackle that we watched him become after he had the bad season when Nolan and them was here. So I'm, I can chalk it up to a bad game until proof time and consistency says, hey, this is this is a pattern of every time we get against a certain caliber of defensive lineman, this same performance comes out, and I don't think that's been the case so far with Terrence Steele. Nobody forgot. Yeah, nobody <laughs> forgot. All right? yeah, it's, just, it's just you don't care. You're seeing a guy getting beat, and it's the difference between getting beat and then getting beat like a drum. Mm-hmm. It's, it was getting beat like a drum, and you were sitting there going, all right, at this, some point, help him, you know, yep. chip. Do something. But Sweat's, I mean, he is, this guy is doing that to everybody. His jump off the ball is impeccable, and they know exactly where to to line him up. And, I I mean, look, the the play calling was still good. You were still in the position to win the game, even with all of that going on. And I will say that the offensive line since Philly has been playing a hell of a lot better in that department, okay? But you you know what they present. They present a problem up front. And I believe that this offensive line with the momentum that they they have coming into this game, especially at home, I expect for them, man, we, we need to give them a big dose of the running game. And that, that, to me, stops a guy like that from jumping and getting up the field. What do you say? Rushing the passer is a what? Privilege. Yeah, earn it. Uh, you earn that, mm-hmm. right? And you saw versus the 49ers what they were doing. Once they started running the ball, that slowed all of that down. Now guys are now having to start thinking about what's coming behind me, what's happening in the running game. Mm-hmm. But when you can pin your ears back and come after a guy, then, look, it takes all the mystery out of it. Yeah, it's all about adjustments. I mean, that's what we what we saw last game when, was, when these two teams went together. You know, Philly came out in the second half and adjusted, and the Cowboys didn't, and they left some guys on the island, like Terrence Steele, to go ahead and get beat out there. But what I want to know from y'all is if – when you add another guy in for chipping, tight ends, running backs, whatever the case may be, will that slow down your explosiveness of your offense? Because if you look at it, this team loves to get, when they're in 11 personnel, they love to get everybody out. All three wide receivers, a tight end, they even got, you know, Pollard coming out here and there. Will that slow down the production? Will that, you know, force Dak to kind of hold the ball a little bit more and gain it for that defensive line on the other side of the ball? I don't know, because when they have their most success, it's when all these guys are getting out. Ferg is holding the middle. These guys are hitting, you know, intermediate routes. And that's a tough thing to do when you when you got people in there kind of chipping. Man, the answer the answer to that question for me is get your guy Brandon Cooks involved in the game, 
right? Okay. Because it's it's harder for for you for defense to stop you from getting those explosive plays when you have more than one guy that's involved in the in the explosive play game, right? CeeDee Lamb at that, in that last game was our only guy who was there to give that's you explosive on. plays, out, you know, in terms of wide receivers. If you get a guy like Brandon Cooks involved, whoever it is, right? I, like, I know the Brandon Cooks thing has been a thing for me. I don't care. If you can get somebody else involved in the game where they're making an impact on the game, Tolbert, how he got the pass interference mm-hmm. uh, yep. last game, if you can make the defense respect somebody else besides CeeDee Lamb, then you have an opportunity to, to – Bring a guy in and say, "Okay, you're gonna chip because these other these other guys are still getting off." Yep. But if you don't, and it's just Ceedee Lamb, and then you, now you also have to keep a guy in. Well, now you put yourself in a predicament where the defense can dictate to you what what you're gonna have to where you're gonna have to throw the ball at. We got to put Fergie to work. We got to put Ferguson to work. And I think with the way that I, I mean, like I'm comparing Shanahan and his offensive play calling to what we we do. And all I'm saying is, I started seeing some of those screens that we had for Ferguson. Like he was real, like the yak was oh, yeah. was incredible, and I think if you get a guy like that on a delayed screen or something like that, that may give the impression, hey, I'm running, then boom, right over the top, or just something to make them think about yeah, slowing right. that pass rush down. And and your tight end, you're saying Brandon Cooks, I'm saying my tight end being able to at least give the impression that I'm chipping you and then releasing out, okay, you know, to to catch passes. Uh-huh. So, t- so what do y'all think about the run game, though? As as we're talking, right? Okay. Because I, I know we keep bringing up. I mean, you gotta you gotta be able to run the ball against this team, and it will help you do X, Y, and Z. Do you think that this is the game where we play against a defense where they they're they're good at stopping the run? All right, but we go in there with our offensive line, and we feel comfortable enough to say, "Hey, Tony Pollard, this is the game where you get ten million dollars, and we did the franchise tag, but let go of Zeke." This is the type of game where you get in and you say, we expect you to have the 97 or 100 yards. Do you think that is a possibility this week? It, it has to be. I think when you when you go with this offense and you're going against a team like Philadelphia, you got to be balanced. Even if it's just Pollard and Rico getting three yards in a cloud of dust. You know, they may only end up 20 attempts for, you know, 60 yards, only averaging three yards a carry. But if you go in there and that defense has to respect that. Now, I assume, you know, one of these new linebackers are going to go in there, Shaq and all the, you know, one of those two guys are going to be in there. If they're getting peppered with that run, they're going to start biting up a little bit. And I know that's what Dak Prescott is really good at is that play-action pass. So, to me, even if it's not producing great numbers, you got to be consistent with the ground game just to keep that that defense honest. Because we all see when you allow them to pin their ears back, they're getting after Dak Prescott. He was able to to use his legs and get out of a lot of crazy situations in there and make plays, but eventually it caught up to him. So, to me, you got to have that balance in there or that defensive line is just going to pin their ears back. Man, first, first, what, five, six games of the year, you were anticipating because Mike was the play caller that he was going to run the ball. Mm-hmm. And he did to a fault, and then it was just like, oh, time out. Hey, yo, we got to start doing something different. Dak started, you know, going back in shotgun. Mm-hmm. There are very few times that they use TP in, like, the pistol uh, formation, which I think may benefit him just I giving him so that too. that uh, def- that distance. Um but you come down to a see. I mean, you answered your own question because yeah, you you at some point your running game has to be significant in salt away games, especially mm-hmm. when you get a lead. Now, I don't care. I'm gonna tell. You, I don't care. You okay. throw it on first. Throw it on. Look, put the ball in number four's hands and allow him. 
I know it's something you've been talking about. Do we do we go to deck? Do we put the ball in his hands? Do, but you've got to you've got to rely on your quarterback to make the right decisions, but also on your offensive play caller to put you in the right positions. Because I think San Francisco, excuse me, I think the Philly is going to try and take away those big plays. Mm-hmm. They're going to try and take CD away. And we've been asking that question: What do you do when CD has a double team? What do you do when they're trying to bracket these guys off? Man, you got to find a way to get it going. Use the pass to set up the run. Okay. That's that's what you should do. I mean, the 49ers use the run to set up their pass, but you're you're, you're different, and and you're they they got a bad defensive backfield. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when did that change though? When did that change when you start saying setting up the run yeah. with the pass? When did that change? Did probably, you say probably around that bye week? You know, when they they started looking at. CD's like I don't have the ball, and and then we talked more about Cooks. I mean, it was just kind of evident that yeah. that's, let, mm-hmm. let's flip this thing there. And you know, Tony's not going to make the Pro Bowl this year. You know, he's not going to follow that up here. And and I don't think that's anything that I look on him and say he he can't play anymore. He's like he fell off, and kind of how people looked at Zeke. But I just think the strength of this team is Dak pushing the ball down the field, but use that pass to set up the run. I mean, for years, that's what Bill Walsh did with the 49ers mm-hmm. and how he operated. So I think that's just what, what they do what they do here. And you know, my, Mike's never been a big run guy. I mean, you just go back in his history. He's about throwing the ball. So do what you do, but use it to set up that run. I think when you talked about getting Tony Pollard out wide and some yeah. screen, you know, on some screen game, just get him outside. Let Tony do some of those things that made him the Pro Bowl running back last year versus letting Rico Dowell do it. Let Tony get out here and do mm-hmm. it. And we haven't spoke a whole lot about that, those big Georgia offensive linemen Philly took. Um Defensive line. Yeah, defensive linemen. They they they've had some moments and they've had some moments where you've been able to, you know, get That's some things true. done against them. That's true. But that that back end is bad. <laughs> and so you gotta figure out how do you get to that back end to set up that set up that use that pass, set up that run. I like we talk about Ferguson here. Mm-hmm. Um at some point in time, if Terrence Steele can't get it done, they're gonna need to put Schoonmaker. Over there and help him block. By the way, uh, Sean McEwen put on IR ankle. Don't know what happened, but uh, <laughs> hey, Hendershot coming back. Stepped on a Lego. Hey, guy, hey, hey, hey your That's leg. a dagger. Ankle. Which one? Which one? Uh, That's a dagger, man. <laughs> Listen, I, I, how does that know. happen? How did you do that? <laughs> the X Files music is playing right now. If you're on IR, do you, do you still get your your, your check cut in half? That's how it was when when, when we was first. If you was at R, that's a choo choo. I don't know. You got paid while using ours. I don't know. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> what that's check cut right. well, yeah. well, he don't even know what he's doing. He don't even know. He don't even know. They came over to the downshade. We need you to chill. The reason you don't know is because. That's a damn shame. It didn't happen. Oh, wow. So McCarthy was gone. So who? Be old, man. Be old. McCarthy had a service. Who went and told McEwen? Hey, 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 guy. It was a Lunda. Who came up to you? Hey, remember when them dudes. Uh, when, when the uh, up tempo offense first came in, into mm-hmm. the league, Chip Kelly and them and dudes had to get that sign from the from the sideline to be like, "Oh yeah," and they yeah. fall out like you see six dudes falling. Yep. <laughs> That's <laughs> what I was. Hey, we need you to do something. Thank you for your services. <laughs> Take a fall, champ. <laughs> Damn. That's yeah. good, man. I mean, just like you know, you pull them out the weight room. How does how does a that's conversation tough. like that go, man? Oh, that's got to be tough because especially if you if nothing's really bothering yeah, you. Like, so what I, you I, I, I don't know. Man. I, I'm gonna say something really wrong with him because I don't even want to. Yeah, I'm gonna say Ooh. I'm gonna say something really wrong with him in, in happenstance that it just happened at that time. But I, I do want to ask a question about Tony Pollard because I remember we had we had a conversation about C.D. Lamb and the 1,300 yards and how 
comedy catches and stuff. I want to know, for look from where Tony Pollard is right now. Mm-hmm. All right, expectation for when you finish week eighteen. All right, what is a successful season for Tony Pollard based on what happened last year? Where you say, okay. Tony Pollard's going to be the guy. Okay, we expect to have all these explosive plays, especially when he comes back, because when you were playing San Francisco and Mm -hmm. Tony Pollard went out, everything changed, right? So your expectation and your thoughts of the potential of what the offense could be based off what you were seeing in that San Fran game, I'm looking at Tony Pollard saying, I'm looking at a 12, 1,300-yard Like all-purpose? Let's take a break. (laughs) Come back. It's it's a tease. (laughs) Let's dive into... What would we consider a successful season for Tony Pollard, knowing at this point in time the Pro Bowl's most likely out of reach for him? We'll do that with Danny McCray, Heckma Harrison, Barry Church. I'm Dewey Scruggs. The Players Lounge brought to you by Tostitos on DallasCowboys.com radio. It's the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Jack Black. And right now, Cowboys fans can get 15% off their $75 order. Plus, because every deal needs a playmaker, your order will include a free five-piece skincare set and free shipping. The Jack Black Playmaker is four of Jack's favorites and a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Make a play for the playmaker at getjackblack.com slash cowboys with the code COWBOYSVIP. That's getjackblack.com slash cowboys with the code COWBOYSVIP. Hi, I'm Danny McRae, Dallas Cowboys alumni player here with Smoothie King. And Smoothie King wants to ask you, what's that sound? That's the sound of us magically transforming our smoothie bowls into two new decadent flavors. Dig into a cool acai or pitaya bowl handcrafted with crunchy, purely Elizabeth granola, fresh strawberries, and finished with a velvety chocolate hazelnut drizzle. Perfect for breakfast, lunch, or anytime you want to munch. And that's the sound of you making them disappear. Smoothie Bowls, now in two new decadent flavors. Only at Smoothie King, the official smoothie of the Dallas Cowboys. To kick off the 2023 NFL season, Hugo Boss teamed up with the NFL and Micah Parsons to launch an iconic apparel collection. Featuring hoodies, crews, t-shirts, polos, joggers, and more. The bold, unique apparel of the Boss NFL Collection unites football and fashion while reflecting what it truly means to be a boss. Get yours today at nflshop.com slash Hugo Boss, at hugoboss.com, and at Boss Retail Stores. Hashtag be your own boss. There is no I in Dallas. There is no I in heart either. No I in Blue Star or in Lone Star for that matter. And there's no I in how about them Cowboys? Smirnoff knows there's no I in football. Football is a we thing, an experience that is best enjoyed together. With good drinks and good folks, home or away, we rally together, we cry together, and we always rally cry together because there's definitely no I in Cowboys fans. Smirnoff, we do game days. Please drink responsibly. Back to the Players' Lounge. Tis the season for youth football and dance camps presented by Invisalign. Don't miss your chance to learn from the Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders and former NFL players at AT AT&T Stadium on December 22nd and 23rd. Mm -hmm. Celebrate the holidays (laughs) with the Cowboys. Register today at DallasCowboys.com slash camps. Come on out. Come on out. Don't, don't cut me off, Newey. Come on out to these camps on the 22nd, 23rd. Okay, we got less spots than we had the last time you had that, uh, th- that you did that read, okay? All right. All right. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, go ahead and sign mm-hmm. up. And don't, don't call me or text me or email me when it's already <laughs> sold out. If you log on and it say no spots available, you're too late. Too late. All right, you're no too late. See, it, mean see you no next spots, year. Right? They mean no yeah, spots. You know they're going to call Cause you. They, oh, do they? Yeah. Do they? Call you. Start talking. getting a spam call. How you get this number? <laughs> 
used to be parents parents that I had to call call last year to tell them that their son was sick or something, and then they called me this year like they're too late. Like, we're not friends. Mm-hmm. <laughs> calling my personal phone number. What you up to, Daddy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, who is this? Jenny. Yeah, you get me in. Did I get the hookup? Nah, wow. we can't take care of you. Sorry. Merry Christmas. Wow. wow. <laughs> That's right. Okay. That's right. That's, they got rules and regulations on these things, man. We just can't just give it to everybody, mm-hmm. Paul. All of a sudden. <laughs> Just What's going on out here, yeah, man? <laughs> Lisa, My man. Lisa, the kids come in, go in the standing room only section. Yeah, 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 yeah. They can run off in there. Cost you for that. Nah, they actually ain't letting you in. You ain't got no wristband. You can't come. <laughs> Sorry. Mm, mm, so it's so always sign up, man. DallasCowboys.com slash you camps. Thanks, Abe. All right. They get the picture with you? Yeah, yeah. yeah whatever they want. Autographs, pictures. Santa coming and everything. Santa not coming. Rowdy will be the. They do Santa. They do Santa at the start. You did the read for that too, okay? They over there. Santa at the start. We at AT and T Stadium. You know what I told you, man? They Jerry need about four five Santas. <laughs> Makes a whole lot of money on the extra Santas up there, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Their kids won't know. Players uh, <laughs> Lounge brought to you by Tostitos. <laughs> Yeah. Mary Church, that man, Danny McRae, 125 pounds, Santa Claus. Damn. Hey, Working out. I was working out. Hey, they do it to malls. <laughs> <laughs> they do it to malls. Hey, come on, man. Uh, Tony Pollard, looking here at uh, just the numbers right now um, on NFL.com, Tony Pollard ranks ninth in rushing with 737 yards. He's got a average of 4.1, and he has scored five touchdowns. Your leader in rushing is Christian McCaffrey, 1,032 yards, followed by Derrick Henry of Tennessee, Raheem Mostert's third, DeAndre Swift of Philadelphia's fourth, Isaiah Pacheco of the Chiefs is fifth, Josh Jacobs of the Raiders is sixth, Travis Etienne is tied for sixth. B. John Robinson is tied uh, is eighth, and then Tony Pollard is ninth right there. So then after that is James Cook, Zach Box, uh, Zach Moss, David Montgomery, Saquon Barkley, Joe Mixon at fourteen, then Kyron Williams over at uh, fifteen. That's your mm. your top fifteen rushers in the NFL right now. I feel so bad for Saquon. Man, <laughs> he feel bad for Saquon. I feel bad for That's Saquon. Goodness gracious, he on my fantasy team. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but why would you take him? Huh? Why would you take him? I just couldn't most afford improved, not to at that point. <laughs> most improved. <laughs> I, I, I figured they'd be running the read option a lot. You know, Saquon had a good year last year. Last year. He had a good, year. Last year. Good, everybody, year last year. good year. Everybody got that tape. Everybody looked at that tape. Okay, what they doing now? And then, shh, and then yeah, of course, right. then there's this thing called expectations on your boy. Nah, I, 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 I saw him. I was like, passing him. No, I'm not, not, not buying that. Mm-hmm. Well, well, for Tony Pollard, uh, <laughs> for, for, no, no, seriously, for Tony Pollard coming into the season, I'm, I was expecting Tony Pollard to have at least – 11, 1,100 yards rushing, then I expected him to be a, a lot more involved in the pass game to give him an a, a additional three, 350, all right? Mm-hmm. So so where he's at now is not where I expected to be, especially with how heavy of a run team we were at the beginning of the season. But I do think there's an opportunity for that to be turned around, right? Because I think when you go into the season, they're saying he's coming off an injury, we want to make sure he's healthy in the most important part of the season. So hopefully, as you move further into these this, this tough stretch that we're about to play in, Tony mm-hmm. Pollard becomes more of a focal point. Not over CD, but he becomes a part of, uh, of the game to where you know, okay, listen, if we have to go on the road to play a playoff game, our running game is going to be serviceable least to keep us from having to throw the ball 50 times if we in bad weather or something like that. So hopefully, you know, Tony Paul does end up with about 12, 1,200 yards rushing. All purpose or 12? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, Can okay. he get another five? 
Oh, Lord. He'd have, that would, he'd have to go crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Nah, nah, he, I, I, listen, 1100 you know, he, uh, yeah, I just want to see a little bit more. I want to see a little, because we expected it, because that's what yeah. we saw from Tony. Like, this is an explosive guy. Zeke holding him back a little bit is what people were saying. What we and thought, why we yeah. give him a little? And, you know, we just haven't seen it. So, hopefully, he's fresh going into the end of the season, and we start to see that 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 different type of speed that, that we saw last season. So, he's got 900 total, y'all, like, at like 985 combined yeah. You yeah. Know, right now. But I think you have to go back into the cost. $10 million, and this is what you get. This is not $10 million production. And that's, that's let's just be honest, okay? For $10 million, you're expecting a better production, and you're looking for a guy to, to have another Pro Bowl season. That didn't happen. And in some ways, there's a gift in the curse for the Cowboys. Um, this clearly opens the door for you to bring him back. You could bring Tony Pollard back, and you could bring him back at a, at a price that, that's much lower um, because nobody's going to pay Tony Pollard $10 million in the NFL. Nope, nobody's going to do that. But clearly he has a role here. They like him here. He's been here for a while. So in some ways, this is the gift and the curse. Hey, the gift, the player, could still be available to you. you you're going to have a double-digit win season. He's comfortable here. So there could be the ability to get a long-term deal done with Tony Pollard. At your price. Oh, you go holler at old Kellen. Mm. Man, look. Where he going to be? But you do know he going to be somewhere because that's how it works. Man, that's true. Look, <laughs> my, my, my thing with, with him right now at this point in the season, especially with the emergence of C.D. Lamb and Brandon Cooks in this offense and the lack of production from Michael Gallup, you needed that third piece. And Ferguson is kind of giving you that. He's been the bright spot. But also, man – the way that we use TP, you guys have talked about it. Hey, give him some of those outside runs. Quit trying to get in between tackles, get his head bust. All right, let this guy do what he does, right? It's, it's, we're, we're at the point where it's like, all right, the scheme that we're using him in is very important. He's a better receiver than, mm-hmm. than a lot of people give him credit for. So, look, if, if the numbers as a rusher doesn't add up at the end of the year, so let's say he does as a 1,000. But over these next five, and let's say in the playoffs, he's giving you that – 40 yards a game on a 50, 60 yards a game. Dude, that is valuable to, to this offense. Huh? You said it is valuable? The it 50 would yards be. a game? If he, if he could do that. If, he, if that's his production. Ooh. In the receiving. In oh, oh, okay. I'm talking about my, as okay, a receiver. Okay, my bad. I was going to say 50 rushing. No, 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 no. Yeah, uh, no, I'm talking no, about no, as no, a receiver. No, 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 no. No, no, no. I'm saying as a receiver, if he could give you that, that's valuable. My bad, my bad. Looking forward, because at some point in time, you, you know, you got to look forward. They got scouts there on the road, and um, you're getting closer and closer to uh, th- that scouting season. Would you be more comfortable using a draft pick on a running back? And I'm not talking to first. Yeah, she and, did that last year. And and allowing Tony to. Uh, to, to, to walk? Yeah, if you especially if you're going to use them like how they've been been using them, where it's basically a, a running back by committee deal with him and, and Rico. And to me, if you put that price tag on him, because we all understand when you put a price tag on a player, expectations come with that. To me, he could be three players in one. He could be Tony. He could be um, – What's my guy number nine? What's, what's his name? Uh, Turpin. 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 Oh, okay. And he could be a, a deuce for all in one. Like, why aren't they get like? I, that's what I. That's what's confusing to me. I, he could be getting those jet sweeps. He should be getting those screens, those outside pitch plays, all of that, because he can be that type of player. We've seen it in the past. So why divvy it up that way? I don't, to me, that that's just perplexing. Like, why divvy it up between all those guys when you have all that in one in Tony Pollard, but and you want to use him, him and you're paying him, yeah. but you want to use him, you know, as a, as a bulldozer. I, it's confusing to me. $10 million is, is not what he's going to get. I look at uh, Eckler. It was about six, six and a half. 
and yeah. he's not had the season you thought he would. In fact, they're talking about p- playing Joshua Kelly somewhere down there with the Chargers. So uh, prices are falling for running oh, backs. Killing it went out there and messed up Eckler. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, Eckler messed his own self uh, up. Bro, the man ain't had a bad seat. Man, the man that fumbled. Multiple times out there. He's out there causing time. Oh, okay. Hey, it's all, all him. right. Kelly okay. ain't he, he just so ain't, that, hey, he ain't I, I'm gonna talk he about I'm gonna talk about that the same way that I talked about Brandon Cooks. When Brandon <laughs> Cooks has been a, a guy who's been a thousand <laughs> yeah. yard receiver consistently. All of a sudden, and all, of a sudden all of a sudden, all of a sudden, ain't got it. Keaton Allen balling. Keaton Allen balling. What you what you everybody can't eat me. Scoring six points. Everybody can't eat me. Hey, I'm telling you, I'm just saying. Hey, I'll be hey, I'm calling somebody. You got if I'm Zeke, if I'm Zeke, I'm calling Keller. And if I'm uh, if I'm Eckler, I'm calling Keller and say, hey, see what you did? I'm just saying you got C D here who's balling. Coach. Yeah, yeah. He was not C D wasn't playing like this when Keller was in. He was balling. He went over the stack. Uh, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, man. You saying. Cold, <laughs> it'll be a cold day in hell for he really, 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 Let me tell you something. Hey. I've watched Eckler for many years <laughs> BC, be, be a, a, a big-time running back that is a touchdown machine. <laughs> they over here talking about this dude hey, might uh, not be starting no more. You know what happens? Somebody's taking his carries. Yes, they're going They're going to find a role to get Joshua Kelly more carries. Who Slow down. If I'm playing for a team and, and, I, and, they, and, they, and I'm the running back and they tell me that they just hire Killer Bill, <laughs> I'm telling that's that's what I'm doing. I'm calling uh, the moving two guys moving company, whatever they is, because hey man, I'm not signing there with 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 this guy because TP I just got paid it. off. It. Huh? TP got paid off off of Kelly. <laughs> no, no, hey, hey, call, don't call him if you want to. All right? And Zeke got shipped out of here. So, Zeke. So what you, what you, got Zeke Zeke's last play now, as a y'all, Dallas Cowboy. Kelly Moore lined him up in the center. Don't do that. Kelly lined him up in the center. He just told you Eckler. He just told you Eckler. Now you're going to blame the production of a Zeke. Who's the offensive coordinator? Who's the offensive coordinator when Zeke production start going down? I don't know. Who's a Kelly? Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? Who well, hold was on. a Kelly? So, you know, Pollard balled out with him. He did okay. Will McClay. See, Will. Will need to come in come here. Come here. Talk, talk Barry to Barry church. Church out here. Church talking foolish. What you talking I ain't saying nothing. Don't hire church in your personnel department. Quarterbacks. What you ask Kelly. Hey, who lets he go? I mean. Who let he go? Hey, what me? The thing is, we I'm sorry, we, we need Tony Pollard to be, to me, we need him to be a little bit Yo. more productive, and we need to use him better uh, in the run game and the passing game in order for us to be what we want to be, especially if we have to go on the road and we're not playing at home uh, throughout the playoffs. Excellent point. All right, let's 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 take it. Let's take it. Let's, let's, let's get a little. Will McClay came at the right time. Yeah, at the right time. Come in here and tell us what you're catching. Barry, catching Barry and foolishness. Okay, catching Barry and straight foolishness. Oh man. Ah uh, yeah yeah yeah. This well, it's a fun show to do. Uh, Tostitos getting their money's worth here from uh, Danny McCray, Heckman Harris, and Barry Church. I'm Newey Scruggs. This is Players Lounge on DallasCowboys.com radio. To kick off the 2023 NFL season, Hugo Boss teamed up with the NFL and Micah Parsons to launch an iconic apparel collection. Featuring hoodies, crews, t-shirts, polos, joggers, and more, the bold, unique apparel of the Boss NFL Collection unites football and fashion while reflecting what it truly means to be a boss. 
Get yours today at nflshop.com slash Hugo Boss, at hugoboss.com, and at Boss Retail Stores. Hashtag be your own boss. Hi, I'm Danny McRae, Dallas Cowboys alumni player here with Smoothie King. And Smoothie King wants to ask you, what's that sound? That's the sound of us magically transforming our smoothie bowls into two new decadent flavors. Dig into a cool acai or pitaya bowl, handcrafted with crunchy, purely Elizabeth granola, fresh strawberries, and finished with a velvety chocolate hazelnut drizzle. Perfect for breakfast, lunch, or anytime you want a munch. And that's the sound of you making them disappear. Smoothie Bowls, now in two new decadent flavors. Only at Smoothie King, the official smoothie of the Dallas Cowboys. It's the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Jack Black. And right now, Cowboys fans can get 15% off their $75 order. Plus, because every deal needs a playmaker, your order will include a free five-piece skincare set and free shipping. The Jack Black Playmaker is four of Jack's favorites and a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Make a play for the playmaker at Get Jack Black com slash cowboys with the code cowboys vip that's get slash cowboys with the code cowboys vip i'm dak prescott quarterback of the dallas cowboys and they snap at the prescott who looks right it's not there he escapes left he'll run for a first down just like football when it comes to crypto it's important to have a team you can trust with blockchain.com i know i'm in good hands since 2011, they've been trusted by millions around the world to buy, sell, and trade cryptocurrency. Prescott's going to run this himself. Run it up the middle, and he scores. Whether you're new to crypto or an active trader, they've got you covered. What are you waiting for? Get started at blockchain.com. Back to the Players' Lounge. Experience the most electrifying event of the holiday season, Cowboys Christmas Extravaganza, powered by Reliant. Every Friday and Saturday night through December 16th, Cowboys Christmas Extravaganza ignites the star in Frisco with an unforgettable holiday performance showcasing 65 performers, including the world-renowned Dallas Cowboys cheerleader Santa Claus and appearances from your favorite Dallas Cowboy football heroes. Visit thestardistrict.com for more information. Thank you, Heck Harrison. You're in the Players' Lounge brought to you by Tostitos, you've got Danny McCray, Heck Harrison, Barry Church, I'm Dewey Scruggs. So, uh, Stefan Gilmore, does he travel this week? Yes or no? Mm, Gentlemen. Big question. It's a big time question. If, it, if it's up to me, man, it ain't no time to play games, man. So, I, I, you know, from what I saw last week, man, from what I saw last week from Gilmore, and the matchup he had with DK Metcalf in the second half, I think he did a great job on, on Metcalf. AJ Brown and Metcalf very similar receivers. Absolutely. You're talking about size, speed, agility, route running, all that. They're basically the same. Carbon copy of the same person. And I just don't think that's a, a good matchup for 26 Deron Bland. I, I don't see that as sometimes you gotta know. Like mm-hmm. for me, for example, the cat from Washington was the was the tight end Jordan Reed or something mm-hmm. back then. Yeah. Oh, he yeah. wasn't a good matchup for me. Like I <laughs> I'll tell you right now, that guy was going he was going he was gonna get off if it was versus me. So to me, I just don't see. To me, I just don't <laughs> see. Hey, I, like the, I like the honesty. Though. You said, like that's just how I was. Hey, I was real. We play his own. We're going to play some zone, right? We're going to play his own. covering him. Right? Hey, it's one of those ones where you this out. You one down. Right? You're posting across, yeah. and you're supposed to go with him. You're like, hey, switch. Switch it. Travel. Travel. I ain't doing it. Yes. I just do it. You know what I mean? That's, that's how it was. But to me, I don't hey, see that man. as a good matchup for him. So it's not time to, you know, play games or, you know, be on somebody's pride or whatever. Go with the best matchup. And to me, that, that's Gilmore. To me, that's Gilmore as a savvy vet out there going against A.J. Brown. And then you put, you know, Bland over there on the Slim Reaper, which yeah. is still a tough, yeah. tough yeah. matchup. It's a tough matchup. But to me, I, I live or die with that one for sure. Start, so starting the game off? I'm starting the game. Ain't, no, ain't out, no time to play. Out, okay, ain't no time to play around. Yeah, man, I don't, I, I don't know. I, I, I can't start the game off that way. 
Um, I, you know, because as I said last week, I'm chalking it up to, the, you know. <laughs> I, you see, now I, can do it, now, I can, now I can do it for the Cowboys. They played a lot of games in a few days, okay. Deron Bland, <laughs> second year guy, he's trying to get it figured out. They, oh, my God. Three, three, two straight weeks where they, they went to go look for number 26. So, we'll know early, mm-hmm. right? We'll know very early what they're trying to do on uh, offensively uh, as far as how it is targeting Deron Bland. So, I'm going to give it a, a series or two, you know what I'm saying, and see, you know, if he got – Got the right, mm-hmm. right stuff, right? Because I know they went back to the lab with Al and them, right? They went in there, Gilly talked to him a little bit. Hey, you could be a little better right here. So hopefully that translates to the field. So I'm gonna start them off, right side for Deron Bland, left side for Gilly, and then see how it goes. Because what you like, just like you said, that's a tough matchup, anyways. Yeah. Uh, you gonna have to cover somebody, <laughs> and no matter where you lined up at, they throwing it to number what number twenty six says. That's so facts. it don't matter, and they gonna try to find a way to make sure. When they can, that you can't match up, and they're going to try to figure out a way to exploit that anyway. So give him a shot to get out there, get his confidence back. And if it don't work, move him back over. Well, that, that, that new hopium is strong. <laughs> hey, hey that, that new batch is real good. Look, I'm, I'm going to say week, this. After the bye week, that. <laughs> hey, Have some of that left over. <laughs> standing on what I said last no, time. No, man. And, and look, I completely – like I. I believe what you're saying is accurate, that, that Al Harris, they went back, they got in the lab. But I'm also on the other side with you when it's like, man, take all the pride and ego out of it. Because yeah. you saw last week, you know, maybe Dan Quinn was on that, that bland train as well. Like, yeah, we're going to put a man over there. He's going to get it with another one, which he did he once did. they made the switch. And I'm like, man, it, it's the, the rising tide raises all boats for me with Stephon Gilmore. Y'all said that when they first signed him, that that veteran presence, what he was going to do for this locker room. And you see it, his ability to go over and take away that primary uh, receiver. I think A.J. Brown is somebody that you got to stop. You've got to shut him down. And if Devontae Smith is on the other side, you can't allow Devontae Smith. You can't allow – here's the thing. You can't allow A.J. Brown to get 100 and, and Devontae Smith to get 100 as well. Nah, you got I mean, you, it's got to be feast of famine on one of those, right? So, I'm saying put Deron Bland on the Slim Reaper. Allow him because you know Jalen Hurts going to try him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's going to try him. And those 50-50 passes that he does throw – He's going to get him one of those. He's going to get him another interception. Mm-hmm. So, I think defensively, if I can start off the game saying, Stephon, get over there on A.J. Brown, I would rely on that more as a defense than just saying, all right, I don't care which way you guys go. Oh, let's, I wish I could just go back now in my brain and look at what Dan Quinn did when he was in Seattle because I just know that there were games where Richard Sherman may have been getting toasted or, or Brown or whoever else they had on the opposite side was getting toasted and what they did the, the, the following game. And I don't think they because, traveled. Because no, they, they didn't. didn't. Yeah, no, Sherman didn't Sherman travel. on the same yeah. side, but what, I, I think he's seen enough to say, all right, it's either this, this is really bad and this ain't going to change or from my experience – all right, we can get this fixed. Um, so if he goes out there on that side again, then I'm assuming Dan Quinn was like, all right, hey, well, we seen what we saw what we saw, and I believe that we can get this fixed. It was just some technique type stuff. Or if you switch, you know, you know what he thought then, yeah. right? Because they didn't switch in, uh, in Seattle. So nah. if they come out switch this time, that just lets you know how he feels about the matchup and then where Deron Bland may be and where he needs to get better at. These were the uh, numbers for Philadelphia receiving in the last game. Uh, total of 17 passes caught as a team. Uh, A.J. 
Brown, seven catches, 66 yards, had a touchdown as long as nine point. He averaged 9.4 yards a catch. Devontae Smith only had three targets, but he had three catches for 51 yards, uh, a touchdown. His average 17 in that game. Uh, four good game. four yeah. targets for Dallas Goddard, three catches, 50 yards. He averaged 16. You talking about against us? Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, I thought, yeah, I thought yes, you said yes, last yes, week. Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, last game, I yeah, should yeah, say. Uh, in that 28-23 Philly win. Um, so that was kind of there. And then DeAndre Swift got in the pass game a little bit. Two catches for uh, 31 yards. So, and he averaged 15.5 there. So those were their their top top pass catchers in that in that game. So look, it's gonna be fun to watch, man. Is got, got her back this week? Yes. Yeah. Oh, he playing? Yeah, he's gonna have that bionicle joint on. I hated playing with it because we kind of lucked out uh, last game. Um, you know, with him getting injured in that game because that that, that, that to... took away that took away a weapon. So having him come back is also a little a little added a little added a little worry for us because. You know, uh, I don't. I don't know how well we we, we cover the tight ends uh, as a team, but we'll see. All right, tonight is uh, Patriots Pittsburgh. Oh, yeah, I will not see TV right there. Uh, that's <laughs> big good time. Old time to work on your Christmas it's shopping. Like like Amazon that. on. Uh, <laughs> g- give me the uh, Steelers are five point five and a half uh, point favorite in this one. G- give me Steelers twenty to seven. Mm. Church, what you got? Yeah, I'm, I'm going with uh, Pittsburgh as well. Hope Zeke does his thing, but, you know, yeah, I got to go. Pittsburgh, give me uh, 17-10. I'm picking, not playing either. They ain't got well, Trubisky. Be, be Trubisky, like, Trubisky yeah, out there. Mr. Okay. Trubisky in the building. I'm, man, I, I'm going to go with the Steelers at home. Uh, 16, I'm 16-14. Mm. Wow, two touchdowns. Okay, yeah. they, they scored last week. 16 14. Stevenson out too. Yeah. Okay. I agree because I'm going 19 17 Steelers. I, I see some defensive turnovers, the takeaways, yeah. maybe a special teams touchdown. Like I see that it'd be a Trubisky's playing. Who's the uh, tight uh, the quarterback for the Steelers? I mean, for uh, the Patriots. Bailey Zappi? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm, just, I'm just saying, when you go out there and you Bailey got these, these two type of defenses who are known for being yeah. able to fool quarterback, I can see a lot of interceptions happening tonight. I can see just just uh, just turnover after turnover Ugh. after tur- I see it's, uh, Trubisky get snatched out the game and then put back in and, and Zappy gets. I, I can see all that stuff happening this uh, tonight. I can see it. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be TJ Watt gonna get his numbers. Up. Oh yeah, he gonna, oh, he gonna definitely get his numbers up. Get his numbers up tonight. Man, Amazon has bad. I mean, it was last week was good though. Yeah, but other than that, I mean, has there been many? I mean, in the past two years, has there been like, hey, man, it's just a bad look at the draw, man. Hey, man, it is what it is. You know? <laughs> <laughs> These other networks, ask, they ask for the big games. And so they cater. You know, Sunday night football, they cater to NBC. NBC gives them a little like, hey, we want this. And then Fox and everybody else, they say, this is what we want. So you Thursday night, yeah, you sitting up there, oh, you at the back end. That's what you're getting. I mean, at least they ain't make you sit up here and no offense, but it was the old Jags, Titans games we got every year. Oh, we was nice. We never got an NBC game. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, that's, that's what you're looking at, baby. Oh, you're looking at the, you know, was the Falcon, that, Falcons on. I mean, that's some Thursday man. night games, man. They, they are not. But so they try, what they try to do is now like put everybody on a Thursday game. You got to get a taste, like the Cowboys had to play. Mm-hmm. But still, it, it, it is it is infiltrated with uh, these matchups that. Uh, you don't want to see good, man. And they not flexing them either. <laughs> no. They ain't flexing Man, you bring up something big, man, with, with Goddard being back. And that is an interesting question because you think about how the, the Philadelphia's offense has struggled. 
without having a bona fide tight end. And that may have been some of their problems that they've been having over the last couple of weeks with just timing and having that option. This is one of those games, and I don't know which one of our safeties we get a responsibility to, whether it be number one, number six, 28, whoever it is. I just know that Donovan Wilson in some way has to put his imprint on this game. Whether he's spying, whether we go spy with a linebacker, whatever we have to do, one of our safeties has to come up big, and they have to come up big either in spying or on the tight end. Yeah. I was about to say, yeah, it's going to be tough to spy if, if the tight end, Slim Reaper, and, man, that's it, it just makes it a little bit more yeah, it yeah, make it difficult for sure. That, 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 having a tight because Ferguson for us is a huge piece of the mm-hmm. offense, and Goddard for them was a huge piece of the offense. And to have a guy like that missing is equivalent to Mark Andrews missing yeah. for yes. uh, Baltimore. for Baltimore. Baltimore yeah. And then having him come back at a game like this, I'm telling you, the stakes are just high. This is one of those games where you just you just hope that you're going to get one of these at the beginning of the season because it's going to be a clash of two titans. Today. Who are you who are you picking? I, I'm gonna pick. I'm gonna pick tomorrow. Is that all right? Because I know you. He just got a little bit of my more nervous. I mentioned Goddard. He was like, "Hold on, let's come back to that, uh, that uh, Goddard." Uh, hey, you said Goddard. <laughs> Goddard, Goddard. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Who you with? It may not matter because Derek Carr said Jalen Hurts can't read defense. He ain't on time. Can't yeah, read sure. defenses. Gentlemen, let's do it tomorrow. Let's do it tomorrow with Derek Trippin. Danny McCray. Yes, that's Danny. Thank you. Love long pause. You <laughs> <laughs> uh, What's your name? <laughs> <laughs> that's Barry. The Deacon. Barry yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'm Louis Scruggs. You're going to forget your own name. One yeah. day. <laughs> <laughs> that dog. I got the media mash coming up top of the hour right here on DallasCowboys.com. Ready? We'll talk to you tomorrow. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!